So leaders know what our core client wants. What does your core client want? Is it physical therapy? Is it independence? Is it mobility? Is it their life back? Is it to go for a walk with friends? Is it a feeling of self-worth? Everything stops when you start communicating at the level that the client is currently at. Your job is to get there fast. This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. So do we know what our client wants, uh, client wants and how we do business and build relationships to collaborate with it, right? And the key is to build the relationships. That's the bit. Um, so Vito comes in and again, right, there's a little, a little change in, in style or strategy from what his previous company was. He can do his job as a salesperson, as a sales manager. But now what has to happen is it's that slow moving across to how Paul wants it to happen. Because Paul's ethos is very different from Dan Kennedy's ethos or, or whoever was um, managing um, Vito back at GKIC. So I've got to get my principles and my um, uh, beliefs about what I want for this business and what I want for you guys into my team so that that comes across when you speak to them. So leaders know what our core client wants. What does your core client want? Really? Is it physical therapy? Is it independence? Is it mobility? Is it their life back? Is it to go for a walk with friends? Is it a feeling of self-worth? Is it confidence? Is it to maintain a social life? Is it to prove to people that they can achieve something or do something on their own? When you start communicating at that level of life and that level on the phone or that level in the office, everything stops. Everything stops when you start communicating at the level that the client is currently at. Your job is to get there fast, but your leaders have to communicate that that's what we do. So how we do our business and build relationships. So we're in this forever, we're in this for the long, I can't, I don't want your money, I want your relationship. It's pointless, right? What's the point in, in, in taking $1,000 off a patient? What's the point in two grand for an accelerator, whatever it is, right? For an accelerator program, it doesn't mean anything to me, right? I, I'm grateful, absolutely am I. But in regards to the bigger picture, what I want is the relationship. Collaborate with people across the organization to get the absolute best results. So it's every, and again, I credit Lee for this. Um, I think when Lee arrived in my company, I was very guilty of having a silo. We, were, we had silos, that's his word. Nobody was talking to anybody. And yet we had all of these cool people who could do really amazing things. I had somebody down in physio who was good at this and I had somebody in marketing who was good at this. And this finance guy over here, was, he, he was good at what he did. Well, now we've got to get them all talking to each other. So we're all collaborating, but we've always got a core uh, underlying reason for what we're doing. That's how we're engaging people. What to look for? Sell the company philosophy. Walk back in on Monday morning. Sell me, sell me what this business is about. What's the core philosophy of this business? What underpins everything that's good about this business? What do we stand for? Well, there's my two, right? Belief and independence. Really at the heart of everything I do, as you know. A belief in yourself that you don't need me. A belief in yourself that you don't need anybody. It's nice to have them. And I think you can be faster uh, or you can be uh, successful quicker with the right people around you. But when all is said and done, you're gonna be able to figure this stuff out on your own. 
In the physio business, it's independence. What my physio business stands for is independence. The ability to move, the ability to go places, the ability to be independent of doctors, independent of drugs, independent of false beliefs, independent of families telling next generations that they had back pain and because they had back pain, everybody else in the family has to live with back pain because that shit's going on as well. Yes or no? Like that, that's, they're not independent, they're not free. They're stuck. So the underlying root cause or the, 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 un, the thing that underpins my companies really is belief in independence. And every one of my staff has to know that. Intellect and passion. Too much of either is a problem. So if I've got somebody who's too passionate but is a bit thick, I mean, I probably would prefer the passion over somebody who's highly intellectual if I'm totally honest with you. Um, there's a lot of highly intellectual people in the world right now, um, devoid of any passion. Would you agree? There, just, there is, right? That's where we've gone now. Somebody somewhere, somehow has convinced you that if you become the most intellectual, school smart person that you know, life will be all right. There's millions of kids and adults are finding out that ain't true. What they're missing is a passion. You can see there's nothing in their eyes. There's no energy. You know as well as I mean, you meet a kid now, Somebody with a bit of passion, a bit of spark, it's like gold dust. Gold dust. Finding somebody, a teenager, or somebody in their early 20s, lights the room up. Where have you been all my life? But there's a hell of a lot of intellectual, school smart people. The system's breeding intellect. But it's not necessarily breeding people capable of fulfillment, of um, going over and above, going uh, beyond themselves, going uh, past themselves, going that next level waking up every day not necessarily in the first 20 minutes but certainly as the day goes on ready to fight something much bigger um, than just doing their job that's what passion is but i think if we've got too much passion and not enough intellect well we've got good intentions but we might not get the execution and if we've got all intellect well usually they're the probably biggest problem that you'll get in a company i'm allowed to say it. if it's all intellect because it's too logical They've been trained to be logical and the world is emotional. That's why in, really intellectual people struggle in the world because it's emotional. The overwhelming majority of people, the default is emotion. And the logic, the logical person can't understand why this person over here who's emotional won't do what they're telling them to do. Government's logical, right? Uh, another example, the government's logical, but the world is emotional. Cody's shaking his head, right? They're, they're facts, is what I'm saying. They're facts and statistics and processes and systems and, and follow this rule, right? They're rules, they're process. that's what I mean by that. They're they're, they're, they come from a world of everybody should do this because we think it makes sense. And when it transpires and makes its way down to the individual on the street level, they haven't figured out or realized or accepted that this person isn't logical, they're emotional as hell. And this is positive and negative and they're just repelling each other. That's what's going on. Get all of the right people involved in the vision, the strategy, the work and the celebration. Celebration is important. Create time to build the relationships with people, team members, peers, other people in the organization. Here's one for you. I wonder if you are doing it. This marketing person I've just hired. Come on in, sit down. There's your seat, crack on. Sit in the corner of the room and do your job. 
Pound bets 10. Most of you don't know how to build a relationship with a marketing person. You just don't get them. Like, it's like you're there and you exist and you do this fancy shit on social media and whatnot, but like, good, crack on. You don't know how to build that relationship with somebody because they don't speak your language. The finance guy, it's like, just, just do your thing. I set the direct debit up or the, the ACH or the, the monthly thing on PayPal, whatever. I'll set this thing up and you just do your thing and let me know if there's a problem. So we're not, we're not creating time to build the relationships with these people. Other people in the organization. Again, I, I highlight uh, Sophie and Lee or um, Vito and Sophie or Vito and Lee or um, Kayla and Lee and Kay like they're, they're all trying to connect. They're all trying to work with each other to find out what they know that might be important and relevant for this business. So we spoke about this at the last mastermind. Good at motivating team members. You think Luke might be able to motivate you? From what you saw yesterday? Good energy? Capable of energizing people? Yeah, absolutely. Sophie, capable? Energy on the stage? Did she motivate you? Did she energize you by the end of the session? At some point, the individual though has to be responsible for motivating themselves. And if it gets to the point where they're always looking at you to be motivated by you, they're now dependent upon you. And that's not what we want. But if you remember in the last session in, in, um, in Orlando in July, I spoke about um, Jack Welch's um, model of leadership and the two major components. Uh, number one is to energize um, and have an energy is number two. So do they bring an energy to themselves? And what you'll find with a lot of people, they can energize themselves, but they struggle to energize other people. Or they can energize the room but they struggle to energize themselves. So they put them on stage, so it's very possible. I know a lot of speakers and I know a lot of people who go around the circuit. And when you talk to them off the stage, they're deadbeats, there's nothing there. And it's a persona, it's a character that they play when they get on stage. It's not congruent with who they actually are. So they're able to motivate themselves for 90 minutes on stage, which is where they become the, the bloody Jar Jar Bunny and they're all over the place and you know dancing around and doing shit as if someone stuck a, a Duracell battery in them and like off they go, right? But then they go off the stage and it's like somebody's took the battery out of them, right? And it's the most um, deflating thing when you've ever met somebody that you really admire on stage. Then you get to meet them in real life and you realize they've actually got no energy and there's nothing there. That's possible. So it's very possible that you've got leaders who rise to the occasion when they're in a room of 12 people because it, it, it inspires themselves, it motivates them and they can get a kick out of that. But they can't do it on a one-on-one -on, -one on an individual level. They, they have no energy themselves. And equally, it's possible that somebody um, can energize themselves and has a great energy about themselves, but has zero impact on other people. And that's going to be a problem for your leaders. I think that's one of the biggest to look out for. If you remember, the other two are the edge and execution. The edge, can they see it? Can they make the call? This person needs to be fired. This person needs to be hired. This person needs to be payrised, compensated, whatever. We need to change this system. We need to let go of this thing. We need to drop this whole process. That's the edge. And then can I go and execute? So it's one thing to find the thing, but now can I go and execute and make it happen? That's Jack Welsh's uh, four E's of leadership. Energy, energize, the edge, and execute. And the P, there's actually a fifth in it. It was passion. Do they ask great questions or do they just point out the obvious? 
Now, sometimes you need somebody to point out the obvious because you're too busy to see it. I absolutely think there's a need for that. But really, most of the growth comes from asking great questions. What can I see? What am I missing here? What might we? How might we? So, some good questions to promote what we would call ownership. I reckon every single question, every time I speak to any member of my team, every week, now I've showed them this, they'll know where this comes from. It goes some version of, while you've got me, anything you need from me. While you've got me, anything you need from me. When will you have this complete? This is ownership. To provide learning and development opportunities. I don't know, what do you think, Vito? Heard that one before? What do you think? What do, what do you think? It's such a throwaway comment, but used at the right time in the right, in the right scenario, it allows people to give you um, their thoughts on it. And you're testing all the time whether or not those thoughts are actually getting a little closer to yours. Or they're giving you absolute curveballs, which are just genius and magic that you can't see. Able to debate brutal facts. Usually about standards and results. So can we have a conversation about standards and results? Brutal facts, not busyness, not working hard, about standards that you've set and results that you demand. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.